Hello, and welcome back to Libertarian Los Angeles. I'm Sean Osborne. I'm here with Theodore Gherkin. How's it going, man? Uh, it is going really well. How are you doing? Oh, wonderful. It's always good to be talking to a libertarian, especially one as uh, young as yourself. It gives me hope for the future. Okay. So would you like to tell, some, uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm Theodore Gherkin. Uh, I am a high school student uh, in California. And I am the acting vice chair of the Libertarian Youth Caucus, um, which is kind of a nationwide libertarian organization that runs chapters on middle school, high school, and college campuses across the country. I'm super excited to be here to talk to you. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad, man. I, I really wish uh, that organization had been around when I was in high school, because the first year I could vote, I could have voted for Ron Paul as a libertarian. And you know, I foolishly voted for Dukakis and still makes me angry to this day. <laughs> yeah. So, so how did how did you uh, become a libertarian? How did you come in contact with libertarianism? Yeah, so I always sort of knew that I was a libertarianism uh, or I was a libertarian. Uh, I couldn't put the word to it, but I always supported, you know, civil liberties, free markets, basically just the government backing up. Um, and it became very apparent uh, after 2016 and the election of Donald Trump that neither the Democratic Party nor the Republican Party were really standing for any of those values anymore. Uh, and so, you know, for a while, I just didn't identify with either of the parties. Um, but then, you know, uh, I found out about libertarianism online. I started going to my local county meetings of the Libertarian Party, and I couldn't be more happy that I'm here. It's a, it's a great fit for me. Um, it's a party that from everything I've seen, really truly believes uh, in everyone's personal freedoms. Yeah, that, that's a wonderful thing. You know, I, I was the same, you know, I, uh, I was all about the civil liberties in and crazy wars, stopping the war on drugs. And uh, I had heard about libertarianism, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't know enough about it back in the day. There wasn't the internet to find out much or didn't know how to get in contact. It's great that you were able to do that. So what, so how long have you been going to the, the local meetings and stuff? Um, so I've been going to local county meetings for about a year now, probably. Um, and I actually stepped up as an at-large member of the executive council uh, just this February, I believe, uh, when we had officer elections. Uh, yeah, and so, you know, that's been going really well. Sweet. How, um, like, did you, did you start this group that you're working with or is it, was this something that's already around and now you're just working with them or how, like can you tell us more about the group yeah so the libertarian youth caucus has existed as an entity since uh, before the 2016 election um you know it originally started and had a lot of chapters pop up on college and high school campuses across the country um and they did a lot of advocacy work for the gary johnson campaign then um, and since then, in the midterm, uh, there wasn't really a chair who was willing to step up and do a ton of work on it. And so a lot of the chapters were, uh, you know, allowed to dwindle and stuff. And then around, you know, 2018, 2019, uh, we had new officers step up, a new chair, new treasurer, new secretary, you know, all of that. Um, and so it's been a rebuilding process. We're getting new chapters across the country, reactivating old ones. And getting a new leadership team that can really help take this uh, so that it's not just focused on one election, but that it's really a youth organization that can push for, uh, you know, change for uh, all four years, not just uh, not just at the presidency election. Right. Yeah, that, that's that's a thing. You know, I think I think it's got to happen constantly because it just once the presidency shows up, that's not enough time for us to ever get our message out there. It's got to be out there constantly so people get used to hearing it. Yeah, I completely agree. 
Uh, and, you know, uh, the message I think that the Libertarian Party needs to give to voters really can't be, uh, you know, it's four years, here's our presidential candidate, here's all the great things that we can do, vote for us. It needs to be a yeah. party message so that it doesn't seem like, you know, we're opportunists popping up every four years. There are libertarians across the country doing great work on the local level and state level. Um, and, you know, I know that because I'm a part of the Libertarian Party and I've worked on some of those campaigns, but I don't think a lot of the voters know that. And so increasing our right. uh, all four years, uh, not just at election time, is a good way to show that the Libertarian Party really is different than the Republicans and the Democrats. What message have you been talking to, to people your own age? Like what, what, like, I would assume the future deficit or the deficit everybody, everybody in Washington's runnings up is probably big with you guys, but what, what would you say is the, the big topics you, you guys like to, or you like to personally talk to people about? Yeah. So the two big things that I like to bring up when uh, trying to bring people over to libertarianism is one, the deficit, as you pointed out. Uh, you know, the idea that America has been spending far more than they're taking in in tax revenues for years. Uh, you know, the fact that at some point America is going to have to pay that back, that, you know, interest payments are eating up more and more of the federal budget. Um, but also the endless wars that we're seeing overseas, the endless Middle Eastern wars, the fact that the United States has, you know, military bases in over 100 countries. Um, all of that, I think, are things that, you know, the youth of America can see are going to dramatically impact their future. You know, America is starting to be seen around the world, uh, no longer as the shining city on the hill, the beacon of freedom and prosperity, but rather the countries that spreads around military bases and invades the Middle East. So I think from both a foreign and a domestic, uh, foreign and of a domestic perspective, there are a lot of issues that are going to impact our future that I think uh, are really impactful for the youth of today. Yeah, yeah. What 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 kind of school do you go to? Do you go to a private school or homeschooled or public school? What what, what you got going on? Uh, yeah, so I go to a private school in California. Yeah. So what do what do the uh, what do the kids in your school think? Like how how, how uh, successful has your message been to the other kids? Well, so I live in California, so unsurprisingly, <laughs> yeah, unsurprisingly, most people are fairly liberal. Um, yeah. But I think that we have had a lot more people than you would expect come to our meetings uh, because I also run a uh, chapter of the Libertarian Youth Caucus at my school, or at least we did before COVID. I can't say that we've been too active. Um, right. You know, there's more, there's more people than you think that are open-minded that, you know, might not necessarily agree with you, but are willing to hear what you have to say. And I think that that's really encouraging. I can't say that we have, you know, our class is about 100 people. So the school's about 400 people big. I can't say we have 400 libertarians there anywhere even close, but I, right. think, I think we have a lot of people that even if they haven't totally come over to libertarianism, they've understood more of the nuances of the philosophy and been able to at least change some of their opinions. Yeah, it is really wild when I, I mean, the stuff I hear out of people when they tell, I love it when people really try to tell me what a libertarian is. You know, they say, oh, libertarians only want this. And they start with their, uh, you know, their uh, logical fallacies. And I'm saying, no, that's not what we believe in at all. You know, why don't you ask a libertarian instead of telling everybody what you think we, we believe? So that, that's really great that you're out there uh, doing that. Like, what, what, what do you think uh, about the education you're getting in the school about say things like the constitution and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I would say my school is uh, fantastic in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, we have very capable teachers, we have a great community, 
Um, you know, I think that politics doesn't impact the classroom too much. You know, there are definitely places where, um, you know, I feel that, you know, sometimes teachers are being a little bit politically biased. Um, you know, I'm sure that <laughs> it's hard to control to some extent. Uh, you know, the teachers are who they are and they believe what they believe. Um, but I, I, I think that overwhelmingly my school is doing a good job of that. That's good. How about in the, what, what county do you live in? I live in Alameda County. Alameda. How about the schools in, in Alameda County? Are they, because uh, you know, I live in, I live in Los Angeles, so it's a, it's a disaster area here, so. Yeah, um, I know a lot of schools, um, just in general, are having a large problem with teachers trying to push their political beliefs. Um, you know, I haven't really had a ton of experience with that because, you know, I haven't gone to any other high schools in Alameda. Um, I would venture to guess it's a problem just because of how, you know, liberal the area is. Uh, you know, if an area is overwhelmingly liberal, liberal or overwhelmingly conservative, or even if it happened to be overwhelmingly libertarian, wherever that would be, you know, I'm sure that there is going to be some problems there with teachers, uh, you know, pushing their agenda onto the students. Um, I'm lucky to not have experienced too much of that. Um, and, you know, I can't really speak to schools that I don't go to, but I'm sure that is a problem. Yeah. So let's take a little break and come back and talk a bit about uh, uh, the messaging, uh, like uh, to different groups of people. Absolutely. All right. Hi. Thanks for listening to the Liberty Blues Network. Make sure and check out all three podcasts on our network. We have the Liberty Blues, a progressive and a libertarian walking to a bar, and libertarian Los Angeles. Let us know what you think of the podcast and rate, review, follow, or whatever you can, wherever you listen. Thanks. Now back to the show. So, you know, and I, I guess your school is a little bit smaller, but like when you do the outreach, like to other, I assume you, because you said you, you're, you're in touch with like the different groups from all over California or all over the country with this, with the group. Yeah. So the way the Libertarian Youth Caucus works is so that chapter's first point of contact is their state chairs. Um, you know, so we have state, so we have a California state chair who I think is doing a great job. Then the states are organized into regions, which have a regional representative who sit on the executive committee and are assisted by the officers. So I currently serve as the Pacific Region uh, regional representative, as well as the acting vice chair. Um, you know, until we can get the vice chair position sorted out. Um, and so I am not the first point of contact for many of these chapters, but I am. You know, I'm definitely keeping a close eye on what's happening in the states. Um, yeah. Like when you talk about, you know, because, you know, libertarians are really about the individual um, and not playing into the, the IDP and the identity politics and that kind of stuff. How, how do you message to groups that I, I like to say, like kind of like um, Larry Sharp does, you know, you got to talk to people where they're at. How do you meet somebody on the left to talk about things like, you know, that the Libertarian Party has been here for gay rights and civil liberties for everybody and that kind of stuff? and that the state kind of really just makes all that stuff worse. Yeah, um, so I think that absolutely, as you said, you got to figure out what they believe, uh, things like gay marriage, things like, you know, legalization of drugs. 
And I think it's uh, pretty easy to point out how the Democratic Party isn't exactly great with that, how big government <laughs> hurts. Uh, you know, I found that talking to people um, about, you know, how the war on drugs has, you know, dramatically failed and has only made drugs uh, worse. I know that this is for people more on the right, but I think it gets to your point. Um, yeah. I found that that can bring a lot of people over. And I think, uh, you know, just saying like, you may personally disagree with this, right? But uh, we can both see that whatever the government solution it is that you're pursuing isn't working and it's not going to work in the future. So I don't necessarily think that it's critical to like, you know, change people's beliefs. Um, you know, I'm not going in there saying, you know, you must believe that we have to legalize all right. drugs or whatnot, because I think that that's a losing battle. For the most part, people are going to believe what they're going to believe about uh, moral issues. But I think, you know, as you said, meeting them where they're at and trying to show them that big government is not the solution for whatever they want, um, you know, is really how you bring people over to libertarianism. Yeah, I found talking to people, you know, you know, being in Los Angeles, there was, you know, there wasn't a lot of libertarians to talk to. So, you know, I talked to people about things and, you know, they disagree with me. But over time, I've, I've talked to them about it enough that they kind of see the way things are going, that some of the stuff I said was correct. And I've gotten a lot of people on board. Some of them I had to be in for the long haul, you know, to, to really get them to see the what's going on. Um, some of them I feel are lost causes in that sense, but I, I'm still good friends with them, you know. Uh, but the idea that some people, you got to just agree to disagree and maybe get something that you do agree on, like the anti-war thing with progressives and stopping the war on drugs. If we can really unite with people like that um, and show that libertarians um, are not what people stereotypically think of us, um, that, that, that does a hell of a lot of good. And I, I think that, you know, you guys working with the, with the youth caucus is great, man. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I think it's really great because a lot of times when people are libertarian or are wondering whether they can be libertarian, you know, there's not that support network that you see for if you want to be a Republican or a Democrat. Obviously, you can go to your county party and start attending meetings. But a lot of the times, you know, the people there aren't necessarily going to be in high school. They're not necessarily going to be in college. Um, you know, a lot of the times they're working. And so having like a network like the Libertarian Caucus, even if there's not a chapter in your school, I think can be really great for people because, you know, we have general meetings for the whole country. We have meetings for different states. Um, and so I think it's building that support network to show people that there is this community there is helping a lot of people realize that libertarianism is a viable option. That they can, you know, that's something that they can be. Yeah, that's right. So where would, where would one go to uh, find you guys online or to find out how to get involved and, you know, go to some of these meetings and, see what's up, dip their toe in liberty. Yeah, so our website, uh, lycaucus.org, um, has uh, you know, a link to sign up to join the caucus. Uh, if you do that, you know, you'll get put in touch with the relevant people. We have a Facebook page, uh, we have an Instagram page, we have a Twitter page, uh, Libertarian Youth Caucus. Uh, it's fairly easy to find. Um, so if, even if you don't wanna join the caucus and just wanna hear some news about it, I would definitely recommend going to those. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we post about all the activities and meetings we're going to do. So it's fairly straightforward if you want to know more information. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. You know, a lot of people think you have to just dive in head first. You know, you can dip your toe in, go check it out, uh, find things that you agree with people and work with it. And that's, that's really what it takes. That's what, that's what humanity needs is a little bit more of people working with each other and not 
you know, shaming each other over thinking different and yelling and screaming at each other. So this, this is great. You know, I, I appreciate the work you're doing. It gives, gives me hope for the future that there's people out there who are uh, going to be doing this long after I'm gone. So that, that's really great. Thank you. And, you know, I agree, you know, with the dipping your toes in the water thing. Uh, you know, you don't have to necessarily be like, you know, I'm going to start a chapter. I'm going to run for state chair. I'm going to be super involved with the LYC. Uh, when, if you sign up for the Libertarian Youth Caucus, you can ask the state representative or state chair who should be emailing you after you do that. If you can sit down on a Zoom call and have a talk about libertarianism, that is something that I know I would be happy to do. And I know that most of the state chairs would be happy to do as well. Um, you know, we can direct you to other people who are willing to talk if your state chair is abnormally busy that week or something. So, you know, I think that, uh, as you pointed out, it doesn't need to be an all or nothing thing. You don't need to be either super committed to the LYC and this is what you're going to do forever um, or just not be a libertarian at all. There is definitely a middle ground for everyone. Yeah. Before uh, we got on here, I was listening to Kelly Carden. Uh, he was getting interviewed on another podcast and he's the one he's been on a previous episode of the podcast and he's the one that introduced us and he was talking about libertarian activism of getting out and like cleaning up uh, the neighborhoods on on their own you know and because the city's not going to do it right and they're going to overcharge you for it and that kind of stuff and there's a group over here in northeast LA called um, First Blocks of Whittier Boulevard and I recently had them on the podcast and um you know, I, I encourage libertarians to go down there. These people aren't necessarily libertarians, but government's screwing them over. And I think that's a way for us to reach out and show our values line up with theirs and help them out with the things that do that. And maybe maybe they can understand more about, you know, this volunteerism as opposed to being taxed and having it waste. So do you guys do you guys point out any stuff like that? Like groups that are in like different neighborhoods or around the schools because they I know they were actually cleaning up around schools in Boyle Heights. Yeah I completely agree and uh, my county libertarian party actually just did that about a month ago and you know generated some really good press so I think that that was you know definitely well worth it and in response to your question about whether the uh, libertarian youth caucus directs people to do that uh, you know we don't necessarily have the resources to compile like a list of like all of these community organizations in every town or whatnot uh, but in the, in the training materials that we do send out to chapters, we talk about, you know, a great way of getting out into the community and doing activism is to, you know, go out and volunteer. And so, you know, if you're a chapter leader and you have trouble finding out, like, what opportunities exist, you can contact your state chair to learn more. So we don't necessarily have the resources, again, to put together all of that, but it is definitely highly encouraged. And if you need help with it, uh, you know your contacts within the LYC are there to help you. Yeah, I encourage people who are even aren't libertarians to hit us up. You know, you know, libertarians are about volunteering. As long as you're not trying to get the government more involved, we're good with that. So, you yeah. know, they should they should look you guys up and let them know, let people know about their their events. Let the yeah. libertarian youth caucus know about these things because, you know, that's what we need is a bunch of hardworking young people going out there and and showing that that people do things good, not not the government. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. So did you have anything else you want to talk about in particular before we uh, get off here? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to uh, tell any of your listeners that if you are thinking about uh, joining the Libertarian Youth Caucus, we have a ton of leadership roles open. Um, you know, there's uh, starting a chapter and being a chapter chair. That's obviously the most important thing you can do. 
um, and uh, state leaders, state chairs are always looking for people to help out with social media or with volunteer recruiting or just member management. So, you know, there's always somewhere for you to start. You don't need to be dedicating a you know, huge amount of time to it. You can kind of pick your level of involvement and we'll try to find a position that works for you. Uh, yeah, but we're really just here trying to help you get involved in your community. Yeah, one thing we, we, we talk about down here in Los Angeles County is everybody, our, our chair, Angela McArdle, has everybody kind of running, doing what they're good at. So like if you're good at something, like making videos or something, you could do that for the for for them. You know, contact them and help them make videos or something like that. You know, if you're good with art, make flyers or something like that, memes. Anything that you can do to help out that you're good at, volunteer to do that. You know, not everybody can do the same thing. So we have this diversity of thought um, and diversity of ways to help, you know, and you can really, in a smaller organization like this, you can make a big difference really quick. You know, yeah. you can, you can, you, like you said, you just got started really in it. Now, you know, here you are taking care of all this uh, business going on. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I think that if you're, you know, you're willing to help out, if you have, uh, you know, if you know what organizations to get connected to, I think that you can do a lot for your community and a lot to advance liberty. Um, you know, I think it's just uh, reaching out and making that first contact that is pretty critical. Yes, indeed. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. That's great. And, uh, you know, feel free anytime you uh, have some new information, uh, you guys have anything going on. Uh, I'd love to have you back on the podcast. You know, we also have a couple other podcasts on the on the network, you know, that do a little bit more national kind of stuff. And I have another one with a progressive and a libertarian walk into a bar. Uh, you come on and talk to people from the left a little bit more and that kind of stuff, if you'd like, and, uh, you know, promote the Libertarian Youth Caucus. Absolutely. Oh, I, I did have one other question. You planning on running for office uh, anytime in the future? Uh, someday, absolutely. You know, I'm yeah. six years old, so there aren't a ton of offices open. Uh, right now, I'm working on some, you know, 2022 campaigns for people who actually are eligible to run. But, you know, once there's an office available um, that I am eligible to run for, I will absolutely consider, uh, you know, going for it. Nice to hear. Nice to hear. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to you casting your first vote as a libertarian in the, in the presidential elections. Absolutely. <laughs> and local elections. Well, thank you very much. And do you want to give out the information one more time? Uh, yes. Yeah. So the Libertarian Youth Caucus, you can go to lycaucus.org. Uh, that is our main website. And you can find a sheet or a, uh, a sign-up form to join. You can just search on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram for the Libertarian Youth Caucus. That stuff should be fairly easy to find. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Theodore. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you for having me on.